I think what's important is how you react and how you move on from that. And do you let that moment when somebody is judging you for your accent define you? Are you going to use it as a disadvantage? Are you going to make it hold you back and hide under the covers? Or are you going to use it as a propellant into success and into moving on and not really giving it a second thought? Hey there, it's Lena Levinsky. I'm a Polish-American speech-language pathologist, accent coach, educator, and a serious fuzzy sock lover who won the cutest accent award in high school. I share my best tips on how to find your voice, speak with confidence, speak English like a boss, and I also share inspiring stories from successful world citizens who bring their expertise on topics like business, entrepreneurship, marketing, wellness, mindfulness, and more. I want to empower you to believe in yourself, get out there, take action, pursue your dreams, and become the version of you you were born to be. So put on your headphones or tune up the volume because you don't want to miss a thing. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. This is the Accenter World Podcast. Well, hey there. Welcome to the Accenter World Podcast. It's Lena and I'm so excited you're turning in. This is a bit of a bittersweet episode because it's my last one before I take my maternity leave break from recording for quite some time. I'm not really sure how long, maybe a few weeks, a few months, but no matter what, I will be back here because I absolutely love my community and my podcast and just getting to talk to you, let you know what's in my head and introduce you to incredible people from around the world. So I cannot wait to get back here as a new mom and restart this Accented World podcast party. But before we take our little break, I have one more episode to share with you, and it's a really good one. Today, I wanted to talk to you about your accent as a superpower. I want you to look within and think about this. If you have an accent, you're an accented speaker, maybe you speak more than one languages, you're bilingual, maybe you move to an English-speaking country, when you are a little bit older, so English is not your first language. No matter what your story, and if you speak with an accent, I want you to think whether it's your superpower. Are you letting your accent bring you down and hold you back from opportunities and moving up in your career or starting or growing a business? Or perhaps are you treating it as a gift in some way? Are you really embracing your multilingualism your culture, and bringing that into your everyday life. So that's the big question for today. Is your accent your superpower? Now, if you're not sure or you need some help figuring this out, I've actually created a quiz for you where all you have to do is answer a few questions and figure out whether you your accent is your superpower or whether it's not yet there, and then get some tips on how to make it your superpower. Because I personally think coming from a multilingual background, moving to the United States at the age of almost 15, growing up in Poland and English not being my strong suit at first. English was a language that I learned when I moved here. And initially, it really held me back from being able to make friends or follow some of the goals at, that I had at that time. Mind you, I was 15 and very young. But at the same time, what I realized is that English really held me back for many, many years, even after I learned how to speak honestly very well and fluently 
and without realizing it, modified my own accent so that I could sound more like my American friends, the fear of public speaking and being judged for making mistakes and for how I sounded because it's never been perfect the way that I speak. I still make mistakes. And that's been something that was on my mind growing up and well into my career for many years. So I did not treat my accent as my superpower. I treated it more like a disadvantage for the longest time. I actually went with some of the biases that I've heard about within the community. Because as incredible as it is to be bilingual and come from a different country, sometimes because of that fact, you can be discriminated against, especially if you have a bit of a stronger accent. And it's hard to ignore. And I felt this way many times as I was learning how to speak and working on my accent. I know how it feels when somebody judges you just because you sound a little bit different, just because you use different words, or maybe you can't express yourself as much as you could. It's unfortunate, but you can't get judged for it. I think what's important is how you react and how you move on from that. And do you let that moment when somebody is judging you for your accent define you? Are you going to use it as a disadvantage? Are you going to make it hold you back and hide under the covers? Or are you going to use it as a propellant into success and into moving on and not really giving it a second thought? I really do hope that you choose the second option. After all, over the centuries, some of the world's brightest people have spoken with strongest accents. Think about Joseph Conrad, who wrote Heart of Darkness. That was a novel that was required, was a required reading for me in high school and I believe in college as well. It was one of the most complicated books I have ever read. And Joseph Conrad, even though he was Polish, he was trilingual in Polish, French, and English. And when he spoke English, he spoke with a very heavy foreign Polish accent. But no matter what, he actually wrote that book in English and he is now recognized as one of English literature's greatest authors. Can you imagine if he had stopped himself just because he spoke with a Polish accent? We would never have this tremendous work of art. There are so many examples, just like Joseph Conrad, of people speaking with a pretty heavy accent and still becoming very successful. Let's think of a few celebrities. Jackie Chan, who's one of the biggest action film stars from China, he speaks with a pretty heavy Chinese accent. Arnold Schwarzenegger, with his thick Austrian accent that honestly helped him, I think, become famous in a way. We have the beautiful Penelope Cruz and Salma Hayek and Shakira, who all speak with a Spanish accent and who are incredible international stars. And Heidi Klum, the supermodel, who speaks with a German accent. I mean, it's incredible that these people embrace who they are and they don't try to Americanize themselves. And they're still very successful in what they do and who they are. So they definitely treat their accent as a superpower, which is something I hope you will do as well if you aren't yet. After all, some of us are parents and we have family members who speak just like us or sometimes have even heavier accents than us. And 
it's important that we model this for our kids, where we embrace our culture and multilingualism and who we are and how we speak to show them that they should also be confident with where they come from. I love to lead by example, and I think parents' confidence translates to children. So it's definitely something that you should be mindful of moving forward. Now, if you're not confident with the way that you speak, don't worry, you're not the only one. There are so many people who feel this way, and I totally understand it because I used to be one of them as well. So let's talk about a few things you can do today to make your accent feel more like a superpower. Before we get started, let's take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you three tips on how to make your accent your superpower. We'll be right back with the show. In the meantime, make sure you rate us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Woohoo! Thanks for your support. Thank you to Osea Malibu for supporting the Accented World podcast. Osea Malibu is a non-toxic skincare brand which has been making waves since 1996. It was founded based on the knowledge and wisdom passed on by the generations of women in the Palmer family. Drawing inspiration from the ocean, sun, earth, and atmosphere, Osea was created with one intention in mind, to deliver your best skin with the highest quality ingredients. The Osea products are plant-based, gluten-free, and use innovative formulation of certified organic, bioavailable seaweed sourced from all over the world. With products that are cruelty-free and without animal-derived ingredients, Osea is committed to delivering conscious vegan skincare. Their mission is to ensure their products are free of chemicals chemicals that are known or strongly suspected of causing cancer, mutation, or birth defects. What I love about them too is that they offer a variety of fragrance-free products. I strive to reduce the fragrances exposure in my life. Even their products which are not completely fragrance-free have very delicate scents. I just love their atmosphere protection cream, which I use in the morning and at nights, and their white algae mask, which I love to leave on overnight. They both leave my skin soft, fresh, and radiant. I struggle with some hormonal acne, so knowing that Osea products have the highest quality ingredients in them makes a huge difference for me. I do not purchase cheaply made skincare anymore. Skin is our biggest organ and it deserves to be treated as such. Head on over to linalevinsky.com forward slash Osea to get your non-toxic vegan skincare with the best ingredients today. That's lenalevinsky.com forward slash O-S-E-A. Or head on over to the show notes for today's episode at lenalevinsky.com forward slash podcast. I can't wait to hear about your experience with what's surely to become your new favorite skincare brand. Thank you to Erin Condren for supporting the Accent of World podcast. Do you like being organized as much as I do? My favorite time of the year is when I get to buy a brand new planner with all the possible supporting accessories. Things like new pens and markers, stickers, bookmarks, and inserts. I'm a pen and paper kind of gal, you know? For the past four years, I've chosen the Erin Condren Planner as my go-to yearly assistant. What's amazing about Erin Condren is that you can find a planner for any need. If you're a teacher and need a teacher's planner, they have them. You need a planner with the hourly format? Yep, it's there. Do you just need the big picture planner with your weeks laid out ahead of you? No problem. What's even more amazing is that you can customize your planners however you want. You can choose your cover, the type of binding you want, the inserts, format of your planner pages, and even the color of your designs. 
They even have personalized notes, address labels, stationery, and anything you may need to turn your office from boring to stylish in an instant. My inner child gets giddy with excitement whenever I get to pick my new planner for the year. Their designs are just so colorful and fun. It makes you want to plan out your entire year in one sitting. I've ordered all different types of planners from them. My favorites include the travel journal so that I can plan out our trip itineraries in detail and have all the important info we need, such as flights, rental car information, accommodations, and places to visit in just one spot. That's priceless because I usually have a million ideas and papers to take with me on our trips and that can get super disorganized. This year I ordered the Sapphire Life Planner Binder in the weekly planning format because I wanted to be able to take out the pages I didn't need or have already used and make my planner lighter to carry around. I currently have just three months at a time in my planner and store the rest of the pages at home which has been a game changer for me. Get to planning today and pick out your favorite Erin Condren design at linalevinsky.com forward slash Erin Condren. Erin Condren is offering free shipping over $75 and afterpay, so you can buy whatever your heart desire and don't need to worry about paying it off all at once. Head on over to linalevinsky.com forward slash Erin Condren to get your link to purchase your favorite planner and accessories today. That's linalevinsky.com forward slash Erin Condren, E-R-I-N. C-O-N-D-R-E-N. Welcome back. Here are the three tips I want you to use to make your accent your superpower. The first thing that I want you to think about when you are speaking English and you don't feel confident about the way that you speak is breathing. Because breathing supports not only our voice, which we want to come off as confident and project well and make us sound like an authority when we're speaking, breathing also helps you calm your nerves. You need to make sure you're keeping it steady. You need to make sure you are supporting yourself when you're breathing, meaning you are taking adequate breath. So it's kind of like inflating a balloon in your belly. You take a breath and then on the exhalation, you speak. You want it to move as a smooth mechanism. You don't want it to be choppy. You shouldn't be breathing heavy and uncoordinated because that's going to affect how you speak and how you're going to come off. So it's going to affect your voice, your accent, your body language, everything people look at and listen to when you are speaking, which will make you seem a lot less like an authority and come off as a non-confident speaker. So you might lose people's attention when that happens. So breathing is very important. Another thing I want you to think about is your voice. Are you speaking loud enough? And that doesn't mean you should be screaming or yelling above other people, but is it loud enough so you don't come off as being shy when you're speaking? And how is the rhythm of your voice? Is it steady, is it melodic, or is it flat and very monotone without many variations so that nobody really wants to listen to what you have to say and loses interest? You have to think about that. English is very melodic, so your voice should be melodic. It's not necessarily like singing a song, but the melody of English is extremely important in sounding more natural when you're speaking. So it's something to think about. If you're not sure how you sound, whether you sound very monotone, record yourself for a minute. Talk about your favorite food or a trip you recently took. Anything that you can talk about for a minute or two, record yourself and listen back. Look for these inflections and changes in pitch and rhythm and melody that should be there. 
Because without those, people are not going to be very interested in what you have to say. Because remember, English is not only about pronouncing the right sounds. There's so much more to it. It's about the flow of the language, the prosody, the rhythm, the intonation, the voice, the pitch. All of it has to kind of work together in order for you to sound more natural, working on your accent, and working on making the English your actual superpower. And then one more thing I want you to think about is actually listening to native speakers and how people talk. Because if you can't hear it, you can't fix it, is what I like to say. If you are not really sure what an American or a Canadian or an Australian accent really sounds like, whatever accent you are working on, how are you supposed to imitate it and sound more like it? It's going to be very difficult for you to change your own patterns of speaking if you can't really hear the differences in accents in native speakers. So go on YouTube and look for videos that interest you that were created by native speakers or someone who treats their accent like their superpower. That could be TED Talk videos if you're interested. It could be educational videos by business owners. It could be a show or a movie. Really anything you are interested in, that will give you the right model. And train your ear to pick out these distinctive sounds that people make and the rhythm and the melody of English and how people use their voice. How do they project it? All those things are important for you to hear and get acquainted with before you're able to actually imitate it and use it in your own life. And that doesn't mean you need to be watching eight hours of videos every day. No, do it for 10 minutes a day. Do it for 20 if you have the time. Do it for five. No matter how much time you invest in yourself, if you are investing in yourself, you're going to make progress. Sometimes it might be a little bit slower depending on how much time you're putting in, but nonetheless, you're going to make progress. So to recap my three tips for you, if you want to make your accent your superpower are breathing, making sure you have adequate breath support so that your voice is supported, that you're sounding natural, and that it is actually not making you feel more anxious, right? If we're breathing really heavy, sometimes we might come off as more anxious and it might actually make us more anxious. Number two is your voice, making sure you're speaking loud enough and you're using the right inflections in your voice. Number three is listening to native speakers talk so that you train your ear and you can eventually imitate how they are communicating and use more of that in your own speech. I decided to only leave three tips here because this can get overwhelming. What people sometimes don't understand when they are working on themselves and growing and learning how to become better speakers is that it takes time because our mouths, the way that we have moved our mouths has been a certain way most of our lives. If you are a French speaker, you have moved your muscles, your tongue, your lips, your jaw a certain way for as long as you've been speaking French. So your muscles are used to moving this way. This is why when you're suddenly speaking a new language, you're speaking English, your muscles are not used to moving that way of how English or American speakers use their muscles. You're not used to it. It's a muscular process, so it's kind of like going to the gym. If you want to have a six pack, it's going to take a lot of repetitive training for your muscles so that they get defined that way. It's the same when you're speaking. It's a lot of repetition. So I didn't want to 
overwhelm you today because there are so many components when it comes to accent, when it comes to body language and breathing and voice and pronunciation, all these things come into effect. But it doesn't mean you have to train and practice everything at once. In fact, it's actually probably going to make you go a little bit crazy if you do. So start slow. Start with your breathing, which is one of the most important things we can do for ourselves in order to become better speakers and have our accents become our superpowers. Because if you come off as confident, you have adequate breath support, you're calm when you're presenting, it's going to make you sound a hundred times better than even a native speaker who's all over the place because their breathing is uncoordinated and they seem super anxious. So start here and go from there and turn your accent into your superpower. So I did mention a quiz that I've created to find out is your accent your superpower, which later gives you results and also tips on what else you can do to make it a superpower besides what I just shared now and shares awesome resources with you of how to make you become an amazing speaker and speak like a boss. So if you want to take this quiz, go to lenalevinsky.com forward slash superpower, lenalevinsky.com forward slash superpower to find out whether your accent is your superpower and how to make it so if it's not there yet. To make it easy, just go to the show notes for today's episode to grab the link, which is right there. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was short and sweet and to the point, which is what I wanted from the episode because we don't have time, right? As entrepreneurs and business owners and career people, we're kind of running around from one place to the next and working on our never-ending to-do list. So short and sweet episodes that are to the point, I think are really needed. If you found this helpful and if you have other people who need to find out is if their accents are their superpower, please send them to this episode, refer them so that we can all use our voices as our superpower, which will help us grow not only in our business, but also in our lives. I am so appreciative of you. Thank you for being here and tuning in and being a faithful listener. It means the world to me. I will be back shortly from my maternity leave with more content more amazing guests who are successful and inspiring so that you can be inspired in your life, career, and business. All right, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, I want you to remember, keep on being unapologetically yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Accented World podcast. I know I did. The time flew by and the lessons were so valuable. Please make sure you rate the show and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I want to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at lena.levinsky and comment on your favorite part. For show notes and the offers from today's show, head to lenalevinsky.com forward slash podcast.